0: Hey, good morning. It's Thursday morning. I hope you're well today. I'm glad to be back with you for another uh, day of our of our online video reflections. Today we're just walking through the different uh, lectionary passages assigned for each day from the Book of Common Prayer. Yesterday, we, we earlier this week we were in Joshua and Judges, and then yesterday we went to the Gospel. Today we're going to go back to Judges because we're going to look at one of my favorite Judges in, uh, in the Book of Judges, and that's Deborah. So today we're going to be in Joshua chapter 4. We're going to be um, verse... Um, Verse four through probably won't read all of Deborah's story, but um, twenty three is the is the basically it's the rest of this chapter. But Joshua, I mean Judges chapter four, um, story of Deborah in Judges four. At that time, Deborah, a prophetess, wife of Lapiduth, was judging Israel. She used to sit under the palm in the hill country of Ephraim, and the Israelites came there for judgment. She sent and summoned Barak, son of Ado- Adomini, from Kadesh in Naphtali. And said to him, "The Lord, the God of Israel, commands you: Go, take position amount to Bor, Bring ten thousand from the tribe of Naphtali and from the tribe of Zebulun. I will draw out Sisera, the general of Jabin's army, to meet you by the Wadi Kishon with his chariots and his troops, and I will give him to your hand." But Barak said to her, "If you go with me, I will go. But if you will not go with me, I will not go." And she said, "I will surely go with you. Nevertheless, the road on which you are going will not lead to your glory, for the Lord will sell Sisera into the hand of a woman." And Deborah got up and went with Barak to Kadesh. Barak summoned Zebulun and Naphtali to Kadesh. And 10,000 warriors went with him, and Deborah went up with him. Now Keber, the Canaanite, had separated from the other Canaanites, that is, the descendants of Horab, the father-in-law of Moses, and then kept far away with, near Kadesh. When Sisera told Barak, the son of Adomani, that he had gone to Mount Tobor, Sisera stood out with his chariots, 900 chariots of iron, and all the troops were with him. Then Deborah said to Barak, Up! On this day the Lord has given Sisera into your hand. The Lord indeed is going out with you. So Barak went out from Mount Tabor with 10,000 warriors following him. The Lord threw Sisera and all his chariots into a panic before Barak. Sisera got down from his chariot and fled away on foot. Now I'm going to kind of finish this section here. Basically, what happened after this is uh, Jalil came out uh, to meet Sisera and she tricked him. And uh, he said, said to her, please give me a little water to drink for I'm thirsty. So she opened a skid of milk and gave him a drink and covered him. He said to her, stand by the entrance of the tent, Let know. If anyone comes and asks you, is he here, say no. But Jalil, the wife of Haber, took a tent ped, tent peg, tent peg, took a hammer in her hand, and went softly into him and drove the peg into his temple until it went down to the ground. He was lying fast asleep from weariness, and he died. So, um, yeah, the Israelites one. Judges is bloody and messy, y'all. Like, if you like horror movies and you like that type of stuff, man, Judges is your book. Judges is full of what, violence and death and tent pegs being driven through people's heads. That's a pretty typical story from Judges. The Bible is something amazing to read. I don't know how often we re- I don't know how often we really read through the Bible, uh, but when you do, you find a deep humanness there. You find people in their frailties and their weaknesses, and you find situations like this one where um, Deborah tells Barak, "Hey, God's going to give this to you." He's like, "Well, I'm not doing it without you." She's like, "Okay, fine, but you're not going to get the, you're not going to get the glory. You're not going to get the glory. God will win the battle, but you're not going to get the glory that you want to get." And so what I, I see here is we see that God in the story here uses imperfect people to do his perfect will. And I think, that, I think that's one of the overarching stories of Judges is that God uses people like Barak, who is, as you can see from the text, doesn't look like a particularly strong leader, does he? Uh, he looks kind of like a, a coward at times. But God used him to defeat the enemy. Deborah and Jalil were the strong ones in the story. Deborah is the judge, the prophetess. Jalil uh, tricked a wise commander and killed him so we see the the man that should the one who should be the smart uh revered military captain barack he wins the battle but he doesn't get the glory but it's deborah it's jaleel who get the glory because they aren't even after the glory they're after trying to serve god and follow god and be faithful to what god wants and i just i just love this story because a it shows the leadership of women even in the old testament um, Deborah was, a, was both a judge and a prophetess. That meant the people looked to her for leadership. As a judge, meaning she had the, um, the political power to lead, but a prophetess, meaning that God spoke through her. Remember in the Old Testament, before Pentecost, that God, um, God did not speak through everyone, but God spoke through specific people called the prophets. Well, Deborah's a prophetess. She is one. She is a person for whom the Holy Spirit's fallen upon, and she prophesies. So we see here in this context in Judges that Deborah is a prophetess. God speaks through her. And I think that's so important for us to know and to think and to hear about how God uses all of his children. Uh, And I've been blessed in my ministry to have served alongside and to know several amazing female preachers who are great prophets, who uh, speak the word of God with clarity and with conviction and who lead with integrity and who God has used to lead his church. Just as God has used Deborah in this context to lead His people here, God has used so many females in my ministry and in my life to point me to Jesus, to to, to teach me the Word of God, uh, to teach me how to be a good leader, to teach me how to uh, seek God's face. God God uses all of God's children, and so um, Deborah is a great example of that in Scripture. And so, so um, it's been very easy in that culture for people to have missed Deborah. But God rose her. So today, in your life, who might you be missing? That God is raising up in a place of leadership. That God is raising up in a place of, in a position of, of faithfulness. That God is raising up into a place to glorify him. Who are you and I tempted to miss? Because we are paying attention. Deborah was a great leader in the house of God. Deborah was a great leader for the people of God. God used Deborah in amazing ways, and she's one of the greatest leaders in all of Scripture. She leads with humility. Um, she leads with virtue. She leads with strength. She leads. And God uses her to do amazing things for the people of God. She's a judge, and this, as, as, as she judges, the people of God find freedom. After her death, they lose that freedom. So let's, um, let's be looking around today for the people that we might be tempted to dismiss, the people that we might, you know, that we might be tempted to think aren't who, they, who God would want to use. And see how God chooses to use them. I think the greatest thing that I can teach sometimes is to humble ourselves and to look. Uh, I tell the story, one of the greatest lessons of humility God ever taught me was not long after I became a Christian. I tell people, When I first got saved and became a Christian, I was the most amazing Christian to have ever lived. Just ask me and I'd have told you. I was pretty proud of my Christianity, pretty proud of how awesome I was in my own mind. So I was in the cafeteria one day at school. This is when I was in college. And I was sitting there just real proud of myself for how awesome I was. And this guy walks in the cafeteria, real long hair, dirty looking hair, dirty baseball hat. And I'm like, ah, you know, Lord, look at him. Golly, you know, why can't he dress like I dress? Why can't he be holy like me? Golly, I sure am sure are lucky to have me on your team, God. You sure are lucky. And I saw that guy sit down, take his hat off, and pray over his food. And I realized that I hadn't said a blessing over my food. And I realized that maybe I wasn't quite as holy as I thought I was. It took me back to the prayer that Jesus tells us about, where the tax collector prayed and said, Lord, thank you. The Pharisee prayed and said, Lord, thank you that you did not make me a tax collector. And the tax collector beat his breast and said, Lord, have mercy on me, a sinner. And one of those went away justified. I've missed God's working many times in my life because I was too proud. Deborah was one of the most amazing judges in all of Scripture, one of the amazing prophets in all of Scripture. Who are we missing today that we are looking at? God did amazing things to Deborah and Julie all today. May we look and see where God's moving today. May we join in in his work. Hey, I love you guys. Hope you have a great Thursday, and we'll see you tomorrow morning.